Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Not a bad week to jump back into the D.C. Sports Radio airwaves, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, DMV? How's everybody doing this afternoon? 106.7 The Fan is on your AM FM dial. It's on the Odyssey app, and it's on our stream at thefandc.com. However you're tuned in today, we appreciate you hanging out with us for a little bit. My name is Danny Noakes. Our guy, Linnell Willingham, here producing the show, co-hosting with me today. We are very excited for a lot of different reasons. We're a week away, a little bit over a week away from the Super Bowl. We've got a new name for the football team here in town and lots to talk about regarding each of those two things, not to mention the NBA trade deadline. So let's jump into it. 800-636-1067, the MGM National Harbor listener line that will be open for your talking pleasure. If you'd like to contact us, that's a great way to get in touch. You can also hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Danny Noakes, or you could tweet the station at 1067thefan. We got a few guests today. We're really jumping into things right away here because coming up at 315, actually, we're going to talk to Troy Halliburton from... Uh, Washington City Paper, who's going to give us the latest on the NBA trade deadline. Bradley Beal, is he going to be dealt by the Washington Wizards? Finally, it's been rumored now for the last couple of years, and it's said that there's some, I guess, a little bit of turmoil within that locker room right now. Went on a six-game skid before beating the Sixers. There's a little bit of basketball that we have to cover, and we'll do that with Troy Halliburton coming up at about 3.15, but... We start because it's been, like we said, a heck of a week. And I don't really know if we could have snuck more news into the last seven days because hopefully by now you've settled into your weekend. You got a cold one ready to go. We're with you up until 6.30, by the way. And that's when we'll bring you right into pregame coverage for Virginia Tech men's basketball. They're at Pittsburgh. 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 pregame coverage. But was there anybody who was at the Commander's event last night? at FedEx Field. Would love to hear from you. Again, 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener line. You not only had the new name dropped for the Washington football team, now known as the Washington Commanders, but you also had more allegations thrown toward the owner, Dan Snyder. We're going to have to get into all of that at some point today, too. But I want to bring in my producer, my co-host, Linnell, who's hanging out with us today. Buddy, how we doing? What's going on, Danny? How you doing? I'm man? doing good, man. It's been a while, and it, and it's the last time we worked together was back in August. So <laughs> we have to make we have to make this count because we don't we just don't get to do it as often as we, we don't. Would like. Things uh, looked much different they for the fo- then football team in August, right? They sure did, man. And we were all well, maybe not all of us, but there were a good amount of us here that were definitely optimistic going into the 2021-22 season. I'm guilty of it for the Washington football team. I certainly was too. 
And a lot of that, I think, though, had to do with, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in, a new quarterback, a veteran, a guy that was going to be able to get the ball to some of the weapons that we saw start to really become weapons when Washington actually found a way to win the division a year ago. But then Fitzpatrick goes down in the first week, and the defense never played up to its potential all season long, and we ended up with the season that we got. So there has been a lot of change between then and now, but there was a commander's event at FedEx Field last night. I heard a lot of really good things about the event. Very positive experience, despite the fact, by the way, that it was incredibly cold, windy, and rainy. Still cold out there right now. Anybody who's listening to this, if you're in our listening area, you probably are well aware of that. But shout out. Shout out to everyone that was there braving that weather. So I believe we have our first participant in that event from last night. He was at the Washington Commanders event at FedEx Field. We're going to go to Andre in D.C. Andre, what's up, man? Oh, not too much, man. I went out there last night. Um, You're brave, by the way, Andre. I had a good time. <laughs> it was cold. I know it was cold. <laughs> yes, it was cold. Um they had, um, you know, the, the, the propane heat is going. Um, I was a little disappointed. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I got there about 645. They had already uh, run out of the, the uh, swag bags. Mm. So, um, you know, the free gear that I thought was going to be plentiful wasn't. Um, the lines were long to, 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 to meet and greet the players, right. which I sort of expected. But they only had, you know, like four people out there, mm-hmm. uh, and they were rotating in and out of the uh, VIP tent. So, um, well, let me it ask. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this, Andre. Did you get an up close look at the new helmets? Did you? I know that there was a long line to look at the helmets and the Super Bowl trophies. Yes. Um, right before, or well, right after eight o'clock, when they started telling people to go back to their cars uh, so they could see the. Um, the um, the movie that they were showing, uh, basically detailing the the ninety one ninety two season oh, cool. where they won the Super Bowl um, for the fireworks show afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the line started thinning out, so I got to see the helmets. Took a couple of pictures with uh, of the helmets. Uh, they had the Super Bowl trophies on on display, so I took a picture of the three Super Bowl trophies. Hadn't seen those since they were in Duke Zebras, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, and, and Andre, I don't blame you, by the way. I would have been bummed if, if all the, the free swag was out when I got there, too. That's I'm all about the free swag. It might be a good thing, though. I feel <laughs> like the team probably underestimated the amount of people that would show out. There you go. So. Well, Andre, yeah, was a good, it was a good crowd, you know, so. Um, yeah, and man, then they had a little fireworks show at the end, so it was it was nice. My wife enjoyed the fireworks. Well, that's good, dude. That's That's, that's absolutely awesome. Andre, thanks for calling, man. Hit us back again soon, 800-636-1067. That's the MGM National Harbor listener line. Thanks to Andre in D.C., who's who's uh, was present there. That's actually, Linnell, that's actually the first negative thing I think that I've heard said about that, but totally understandable, by the way. Yeah. I, huh. I, I feel mean, like would, it's a good thing. Yeah, I, you know? it, it is, though. I think I think you make a really good point there, by the way. Yeah, they, they probably underestimated the fan support there. And from the media members that I saw that were out there, because our, our own Chris Russell, who's going to be with us later on in this hour over uh, and he's of course over on the team 980 weekdays 
But I believe he was in attendance there. I think Grant Paulson was there. Yeah, Grant was there. Uh, John Keim, I think, from ESPN was also there. And they had they had a lot of good positive things to say about it. But I, I have to think that maybe there were media credentials and they probably yeah. had a little bit better access than some of than some of the fans did. Because uh, I know that those lines were long. I saw pictures of them. But I gotta say, I gotta say, I did get I did get to see some pictures of the helmets up close and they actually do look pretty cool. The Matt Burgundy, I think, does look pretty cool. I was about to say, that was the overwhelming response that I heard was that the helmets just look that much better in person, and that got kind of got me steamed up. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the new uniforms. I feel like I'm different than everybody else in the town. I'm okay with Commanders. Okay. Commanders doesn't throw me off. Yeah, good. You know, it's better. I mean, it, it could be worse. Yes, is what I feel and, like. and that's exactly how I feel, too. This is going to be a theme throughout the show. We're here with you for the next three and a half hours, but... We're going to give a lot of our thoughts, our opinions, our feelings about where we're at with accepting Washington commanders. And I want to hear from you guys, too. So MGM National Harbor listener lines are going to be open as long as we don't have a guest. But that's where I'm at. I'm optimistic. I'm I'm fine with the name. In fact, I have a list, a definitive list of all the names in professional sports, all the team names in professional sports that are, if not... Exactly, equally ridiculous, more ridiculous than than Commanders. Commanders is very safe. I feel like a, a safe approach. And again, hey, if you're not a fan of it, I don't blame you because this is going to take a while for all of us to get used to. You talk about it all the professional sports, just the DMV. Oh, I know. I and, and there's say, a there's a couple of our teams on that list. <laughs> I was about to say, man, something we maybe could do later in the show. Where does yeah. that name now rank amongst our major professional sports teams? Here yeah, in yeah, yeah. And and it's it's a great point. And I just I. I I look at the fact that, and we love the Nats, right? The Nats, this is the flagship home of the Washington Nationals, but their logo is very much <laughs> similar to the Walgreens logo. <laughs> it's, it, it just is. It, it, and again, I, I love it. I love that it's, it's been on our jerseys and graced our jerseys for, for as long as it has. But, I mean, goodness gracious. It, some of the reactions are just so over the top on this. And, and I, again... For people here in D.C. that have been rooting for the Redskins for their entire lives and, and they saw those three Super Bowls, I, I've been a fan my whole life. I get it. I, I'm with you guys. And, and I'm open about that, too. I'm a fan of all the teams here. Not everybody that hosts shows or that appears on the station is a fan of the teams that they cover. Like Eric Bickle is very adamant about being a, a Washington football franchise fan. That's that's who I am, too. I'm, I'm a fan of these teams first, but I'm also first in line to criticize them when they, they screw up, and that's part of what led me down the road into sports talk radio. And sports talk radio, much like media in general, is inherently negative. And so people were saying that last night the vibe at the Washington Commanders event at FedEx Field did not match the vibe that we're seeing on Twitter. And to me, it's positive. Would hope not. <laughs> I, I know. It's positive, but it's what I would have expected, right? Because Twitter is so negative. Yes. I mean, there's nothing positive on Twitter. At all. None. And it was, I was listening to Nick Ashu on the way in, one of our colleagues here, and does some great stuff for BetQL, does national sports talk now. But he, he made a really good point, I thought, talking about the commander's new name. And we've got a lot of thoughts that we're going to get to here throughout the show. But, you know, when it comes down to it, any sort of rebranding or renaming of a team is going to result in negative feedback, certainly on social media, but in general, who would be happy about the name being changed, right? I, and again, this is a different situation because we're talking about what's a, a considered a racial slur, but still, of course the reaction was negative. It was always going to be negative. And that's part of why the commanders tried to kind of 
I guess, brace people by a, a couple of weeks out before this all started to take uh, shape, right? With the, the Today Show, they said it wasn't going to be Red Wolves. And, and I do think that that was smart for them to really prepare the fans. I don't necessarily believe that a majority of the fans wanted Red Wolves. I think the loudest section of the fan base wanted Red Wolves. I didn't want Red Wolves, Linnell. The whole funny thing about the whole process to me was, you know, as we got to the last 48 hours before the reveal, mm-hmm. everyone's talking about, well, maybe maybe they'll uh, they'll swindle us. Yeah. They'll be Red Wolves Is it anyway. a bait and switch? Yeah, right? come on. Yeah, it was, I, I always thought that was so funny in a pipe dream. <laughs> Me too, dude. I, I was the same way. So, yeah, I, I just... W- me and Linnell are on the same page with this. You know, we're, f- we're fine with Commanders. It's grown on us a little bit. And, and again, if you're still getting used to it, don't blame you. Don't blame you one bit. Those uniforms need some work. I, I don't mind elements of them, but I think they're going to need to tweak some things. I think they're going to need to tweak some things in the crest. The W logo, the W logo is fine. You know, it's it's fine. It looks just like the W logo that they had for the Washington football team. And I'm like, if you're going to complain about this W, complain about the national. That's W. w too. Yeah, so it's, like, it's don't. We have a tendency <laughs> in this town to pile on this organization. Of course, exactly. And and it's the low hanging fruit. That's part of the reason you're seeing such a negative reaction. But so I got a li- I got a list of all sorts of professional sports teams that we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of fun of making fun of because. That's what people have been doing to us here for the last <laughs> for the last few days. So we're might as well give it back. Exactly. If you can't dish, or if you can't take it, don't dish it out. So, all right. I, I suppose we should get out of here because we have a busy hour coming up. Like I said, up next, Troy Halliburton, Washington City Paper is going to join us. We're going to talk a little NBA trade deadline. Bradley Beal, Washington Wizards. What is going on with the Wizards right now? By the way, despite the fact that they did just find a way a couple of nights ago, Kyle Kuzma with a great defensive stop at the end of the game to beat the Sixers. By three points. So we're coming back with a little basketball. Stick around. You're listening to 1067 The Fan. And from from your perspective, and as worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there. 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. One of the most uh, experienced guys and as one of the leaders, do you feel uh, responsible to make a step up, be more vocal, or be more uh, step into a bigger uh, lead, uh, be more leader on uh, on and off the floor? Um, off the floor, obviously, yeah. Like you, you want your daily habits to to speak for you. Um, you know, it's a it's an interesting situation. Uh, spoke up a little bit early on. Um, you know, it wasn't. Uh, necessarily welcomed uh and so like, like i said i try to do whatever i'm what's asked of me um at the end of the day everybody has has a role to play um it's about being accountable in your role and doing that to the best of your ability uh it's really our guy that was washington wizards point guard spencer dinwiddie with some comments post game Certainly raise a few eyebrows, and it goes right back to what we were saying at the top of the show. There's certainly a little bit of turmoil within that locker room for the Washington Wizards, who sit at 24 and 27, fourth in the Southeast Division, and 11th right now in the Eastern Conference, just outside the play-in game spot, trying to make it to the playoffs. And right now, we're pleased to welcome in our first guest, Troy Halliburton from Washington City Paper to help us make sense of everything that's going on with the Washington Wizards. You can find him on Twitter, at Troy Hallibur. That's H-A-L-I-B-U-R. Troy, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing all right. Uh, so glad to be here on the weekend drive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, we're happy to have you here, and we're trying to make sense of what's going on with the Wizards right now, because we, we played those comments that Spencer Dinwiddie had post-game right now, and although they did just come away with a three-point win on the road at Philly a couple of days ago, that was on the heels of a six-game losing streak. And it's already being said that, that Wes Unsell Jr. might be losing the locker room and stuff like that. So what are, what are your observations of what's going on here with the D.C. Hoops team right now? Yeah, well, my observations of what's going on on the court – is that uh, really the, the the Wizards just haven't really messed as far as uh, the, the, their free agent and trade acquisitions that they made in the offseason. And I know that they brought Spencer Dinwiddie in to come in and be that piece to play next to Bradley Bill. But really, they, they have not messed well on the court. And when you look at their numbers, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie uh, in, in 11 games that Bradley Bill has missed is is looking like the player that he has in years past when he was playing with the Brooklyn Nets. And so but when he plays on the floor with Bradley Bill, they, they really just haven't been able to coexist. And so I think that that on-the-court problem has is kind of spilling off of the court at this point. I think that's a great point. And, and really at the center of any conversation of all of this, I think, is, is going to be Bradley Beal. 
because he's been such a big part of this team now for for so long. And and his name, like it has in years past, is coming up as a possible guy that could get moved at the trade deadline. And, and that's no different this year. My question for you, though, is how is that going to affect the Wizards' approach as as we you know move towards the postseason here? Because right now they're sitting just outside of a chance to get into the playoffs, get into the play-in game, be that as it may, but they could still get to the postseason. When you get to the postseason, you never know what can happen, but this isn't exactly a team that's expected to make a deep run. So what do you think this approach that they're going to do with Bradley Beal before the trade deadline is going to tell us about the rest of the season? Well, right now, I think that Bradley Beal is, is pretty much the, the center of everything that the, the Wizards uh, are planning to do for their future. And it doesn't necessarily mean uh, that they are planning to move Bradley Beal, mm-hmm. but it, it, it really appears as though the Wizards are committed to, to, to doing everything to appease Bradley Beal at this point. And so... I do not expect for them to, to be looking to trade Bradley Bill at, at the trade deadline. If anything, I, I look for them to be making last-ditch efforts to, to go out and improve this roster, even if just marginally, to, to, to go ahead and, and try to prove to Bradley Bill that, that, that they can be a winner. But the question that I wrote about in the Washington City paper recently is when does Bradley Bill have to prove to the Wizards that, that, that he can be a winner? You know, it, it seems a lot to... To, to, to give him the LeBron James treatment and, 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 you know, go out and start making moves, you know, surrounding him as a player. But Bradley Bill didn't even make the All-Star game this year. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. And, and they count on him for a lot. So I, I'm curious, though, as to who they could go out and add. What position do you think that they'd be best suited going and chasing a guy to potentially add to this team and make, it, make the playoffs? Well, when, you started, when we were talking about earlier, about the, the fit between Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Bill, I think that it will be a, a good uh, move for them to go out and try to add another point guard who probably uh, fits uh, better next to Bradley Bill, somebody who is more of a, a table setter point guard who, who, who can come out and, and help Bradley Bill get the, uh, his Wizards teammates more involved. Um, I would also be looking at the biggest names that are, are circulating around the, the, the league right now is when it comes to the Wizards and the trade deadline are DeMontis Sabonis from uh, the Indiana Pacers and Jeremy Grant from the Detroit Pistons. We'll just have to see because the trade deadline's coming up in a couple of days. Troy Halliburton with us from the Washington City Paper. Troy, I've got one more question for you, and it has to do with the news that broke a little bit later on yesterday, uh, came into last night, kind of some news that we woke up with this morning, but Sashi Brown leaving Monumental Sports and the NBA's Washington Wizards to go to the NFL. He's going to be the president of the Baltimore Ravens, which for him I think is is a, definitely a promotion, if you want to say it like that, right? It's a step up for him and whatnot. But it's a similar question to Washington's approach with Bradley Beal towards the trade deadline and going forward towards the playoffs. How does this kind of affect their push, if at all. Yeah, well, so Sashi Brown, he he pretty much, the way that that monumental basketball is set up, uh, Tommy Shepard is the president of of the Washington Wizards, and Sashi Brown was the president of monumental basketball. And so their roles were completely different. Uh, Tommy Brown is, I mean, Tommy Shepard is really in charge of uh, all the basketball operations. He's the one that's probably still going to be uh, on the phones and, and, and in charge of everything they do at the trade deadline, whereas Sashi Brown was heading up their analytics department and 
uh, and really uh, overseeing everything as far as operations and team security and, and, and building security and, and things of that nature surrounding the team. And so I don't really think that his departure will affect uh, uh, what the Wizards will be doing directly with next week's trade deadline. But I do think there are questions to be asked about uh, how Sashi Brown felt about the direction of this franchise and where they were going and why he ultimately decided that it was best for, for him to make a, a lateral move across, uh, not only across a, 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 a team, but across sports. Uh, you know, he left and, and took a job with the Baltimore Ravens as, as team president. Yeah, and some some people would look at it in that it's the NFL, right? It's, it's tough to turn down a job offer from the NFL, but certainly raised some eyebrows with that news last night. Troy, I got to let you go. Thanks so much for the time today, though, man. Really appreciate it. Have a great rest of your Saturday, man. We'll catch up again soon. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. You got it. There he goes. That's Troy Halliburton from the Washington City Paper. And once again, if you'd like, you can give him a follow on Twitter at Troy Hallibur. That's H A. L I B U R. Yeah, Linnell, I you know, I didn't necessarily expect Sashi Brown's departure, obviously, to be a, a huge on court issue for Washington. But when you're you know, you there are obviously some off the court mishaps that are happening around this team right now between uh whatever actual beef there is between Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Beal, if any. And I don't even think it's limited to Spencer and Brad. You remember the athletics report from Shams that you know, Montrez Harrell yes. and KCP got into mm-hmm. it at halftime. Mm-hmm. If you watch the uh, NBC Sports Washington broadcast, you can see Davies Bertans and Denny Avdia getting into it at times. So I know Troy didn't really want to touch the infighting that I think is actually going on within yeah. this Wizards team. But it's going to be interesting because at the deadline, I feel like it's going to be kind of tough. You've talked about trying to move Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe maybe they're not able to move him, but maybe rather replace him. I, that's kind of a harsh Take word, Take him out right? of the rotation. Exactly. I mean, it's a lot of money to be mm-hmm. sitting on the bench. They that's already true. have one of those guys in Davies Bertans. Yeah, and it's not like it would be the first time that that happened, right? With <laughs> no, like Jan Mahimi, right? I mean, he had a massive, massive contract that before the, that whole saga finally came to an end. Goodness gracious. Uh, anyway, let's get out of here, though, because like I said, we're busy. And coming right up next... We've got another guest. We're going to talk to the Rooster, Chris Russell, co-host of Russell and Medhurst, weekdays 3 to 7 over on our sister station, the Team 980. You know we're going back to football, the NFL, and the Washington Commanders with the Rooster. Coming up next on 106.7 The Fan. 2022, 2-2-2022, the awkward exchange between Craig Melvin, Team President Jason Wright, Doug Williams, John Allen. Yeah, that whole... Today's show saga never really seemed necessary, but it's over. It's here, and now so are the Washington Commanders. 106.7 The Fan on your AM-FM dial. We're going right back to the phones because we are very pleased to welcome in our next guest, Chris Russell, co-host of Russell and Medhurst weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m. on our sister station, the Team 980, the Rooster. What a boring week to be covering the now Washington Commanders, eh, buddy? (laughs) Yeah, boring is... uh... Is one way to describe it, Danny. Thanks for having me on. I don't know if that's the way I would describe it. I mean, I probably put in, uh, I don't know, about 100 hours or so this week, maybe maybe, maybe somewhere around that. Uh, I probably slept uh, uh, probably as little as I've slept this week uh, as, as at any point 
covering this franchise, and trust me, there have been plenty of sleepless weeks, my friend. <laughs> I'm sure there are, and and that's so much of the reason why I wanted to have you on today, partner, because obviously you're a talented radio host yourself, but you've been inside the walls there in Ashburn. You've worked for the Washington Redskins before and, you know, interacted with a lot of the people that, that are there. And, you know, at the end of the day, whatever anybody's opinion on the name is, is whatever. I'm sure it's going to be an afterthought at this time next year, but it's really impossible to kind of ignore just how bumpy the ride was for the last two years. As we, it finally ended with this commander's announcement on Wednesday to a lot of negative criticism, but also some positive reinforcement and they're going to be able to move mm-hmm. on here. And so when it comes down to it, I think that's good, but it's really just impossible to kind of ignore some of the mishandling here. And it's stuff that's plagued this franchise for years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, there's no doubt about it. And you just played the audio from the today show. A lot of us felt, you know, that that was a mistake too. Now, you know, when they initially mentioned that they were doing it, we all envisioned it being in New York. And, and, and my guess is, I don't know this for sure, my hunch is, that was the original plan. Uh, and then they switched it to FedEx Field. But they still did it awkwardly, Danny. Think about this. They did it inside the stadium, an empty stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it, you know, you, as you just played the audio, Craig Melvin, who is apparently a Chiefs fan... <laughs> but is on the fan engagement network for the team for, for whatever reason, maybe because he's just Craig Melvin, maybe because he's married to Lindsay Zarniak, who grew up here, who was uh, at least last check, a red, I, I don't know what the deal is there, but whatever. So then you have them in an empty stadium, no fans, no nothing, no hoopla, no smoke, no nothing. Just Doug, what is it? Commanders, commanders, ha ha. <laughs> Eureka! And then we're all outside the stadium. At this time, we're all out the sta- outside of the stadium, and Julie Donaldson's doing something on stage, and she runs like some video. And it wasn't like there was like some big proclamation, like you're going to see the name in, in 30 seconds. It was just like we're going to run this video, and then all of a sudden they run the video montage that everybody's probably seen by now, and it's like. We are the commanders, you know, as Chase Young, Terry McLaurin, and Jonathan Allen all pop on your screen. It was just weird. And then on top of that, uh, and maybe this is just something that kind of, I don't know, semi-annoyed me. If you think about it, you mentioned the date, 2 We all are now familiar with that day, right, mm-hmm. for more than just Groundhog Day. <laughs> but then they, they – think about this. They had this outdoor press conference where all the alumni – uh, Dan Snyder, Tanya Snyder, uh, Joe Theismann, uh, Jonathan Allen, all these dignitaries, right? All the media, cameramen, all, just everything. Mm-hmm. And you have it outside at 8, 12 in the morning on February 2nd where it could have been 5 degrees out. It could have been 15 degrees out. They got lucky that it was 25 sunny and not very windy and not a blizzard. Now, I'm sure they could have maybe moved it inside, but why they didn't do it inside to begin with, Danny, when you have a press conference room? So if you could have moved it inside, if the weather was bad, why didn't you move it inside? Because you know what it was? It was cold, and it was uncomfortable for everyone, not just me, not just the media, for everyone that was there. Joe Theismann, Jason Wright, all the PR people, uh, all the alumni, everybody was freezing. And then last night at this park and party event, 
really cool idea. I think they executed it as well as you could possibly execute it. Mm -hmm. They had several thousand fans out there, Danny. But again, it was freezing out. Like, it rained for two days. Then it stopped raining, but it's still damp. And it's just bone-chilling cold and very windy as it is today. So, I don't know. Some of the whole delivery, orchestration, all of that stuff was just weird, if not not the best. And it just makes you wonder, because these are things that not only you, but so many people have pointed out, and they just seem so simple. Like, how, how, how did you not foresee it being this cold for these type of events? And, and it just looked, it, it seemed very disjointed. So I, I, I'm glad. To that, being said, that being said, and uh, sorry for jumping in on you, that being said, mm-hmm. all of that aside, I think, and maybe this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I think if you if you can look past all that stuff, Danny, the the peripheral execution, all things considered, it kind of worked out for them, and they did work hard to put together, uh, you know, like a memorable three days for their fans. You know, I, I really like the, the whole lighting up D.C. and the DMV area all over yeah. at night with the logo and the colors. I really like the activation stuff that they did all around the community on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, I, I really like that, you know, I left last night before this, but I, again, mentioned several thousand fans, all sorts of alumni, boots, food, this, that, the music, and then they had fireworks last night right and 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 and, you know like so as many things as they kind of could have done better i'll just say i don't know if they're mistakes kind of could have done better or differently they also did a lot of good things here and for that um you know they do deserve some credit there are many people that worked very hard on this they do deserve credit, and I think I think the name itself, too, is fine. There's a section of the fan base that was never going to be happy with whatever it was. People didn't want the name change right. in the first place. We understand that, but yeah, you're, I think all things considered, if we look past the execution here, I, I think that it, it turns out okay. Chris Russell, co-host Russell Medhurst on our sister station, the Team 980, weekdays 3 to 7 p.m. with us right now on 106.7 The Fan. Now, Rooster, I'd be remiss, though, if I didn't ask you about the new allegations levied against Daniel Snyder uh, in in the day after this whole announcement went down. And the timing was almost like they were trying to dunk on Dan Snyder because yeah. it, it took place the, the day after the, the, the new name right. was revealed. But obviously, it's kind of hard to, to look past these allegations. But at the same time, it feels like there's been enough for the owners to want to try and oust Dan in the past. So... What is it really going to take for that to happen? I, I don't know, because Dan Snyder has to give permission for the findings of this investigation to be even made public. Right. And and there's some dispute basically going back and forth between the NFL and Dan Snyder and Congress and the lawyers and whatever. And I don't want to get too deep in the woods here because I don't I'm not sure if I quite understand all the legalese. Right. Mm-hmm. But here's what I do understand, Danny. Um, is is that certainly Dan Snyder's accused of some heinous, awful, not good things, and so were a bunch of his former and longtime henchmen, right? right? This much we know, and whether all of it's true, most of it's true, some of it's true, half of it's true, too much of it is true, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's, let, let, let's say that, right? That being said, when you say, well, what's it going to take for owners, I, I really think it's going to take, a, a definitive smoking gun. Now we may have gotten a partial smoking gun with 
the longtime executive, 23, 24 years with the team, backing up the one um, Tiffany Johnston who came forward first on the HBO Sports Wednesday night podcast and then at Congressional, uh, on, you know, on Capitol Hill in the Congressional Roundtable on Thursday with a specific detailed for the first time that we absolutely can put an X on Dan Snyder being specifically accused of physically doing something wrong or illicit or immoral here. Mm -hmm. Now he strongly denies it. So that's why I say you need, I called it the proverbial smoking gun. We need somehow, some way, we need the real smoking gun, and I don't know if we're going to get there or not in order for, I think, Goodell and the owners to flip. Now, the one notable exception to that, as I say that, right, I wonder, and I had Jerry Connolly, Pete and I, uh, on Thursday, who is, you know, represents the 11th District of Virginia, Fairfax, all that area, and he's very, very, very passionate about this and very much in support of the, the brave men and women that came forward. So I asked him, I said, you know, is there potentially a crime here that occurred? Uh, and, and he was wondering the same thing he told us as that testimony was being delivered on Thursday morning. And he promised he was going to look further into it. The committee was going to look further into it. The notion that this committee is going anywhere and going away and just going to forget about this is absurd and preposterous. So the Republicans and all the critics and Dan Snyder and the NFL can just go, you know, go kick all the rocks because they're not going anywhere. And as a matter of fact, I think they're more entrenched now from what I've been told, what I've heard and what I've seen more entrenched in the last two days than they were even before Thursday morning. So I would say look out and I would say this, if Roger Goodell and Dan Snyder get called to Capitol Hill, subpoenaed to testify at some point, which also Jerry Connolly said is a strong possibility or at least a possibility, and I would imagine we're going to see that at some point, Danny, if, if they get undressed, if they get humiliated, if they get embarrassed on Capitol Hill and it's everywhere, that's where you might you might see action. Yeah, and and we did yeah. see it not too long ago with with Jerry Richardson being ousted there from Carolina. But like you said, it's some a lot of the times it's unfortunate, but it, it takes a, a, a proverbial smoking gun, like you said, to actually have right. have some action. And and I just I look at it like this, Chris. And, and I think I, th- I think it's important to note, though, unless I'm mistaken, he was more pushed out and, and kind of like. He wasn't voted out. You you know what I'm saying? So there is a little bit of a difference. And I don't know if this is going to be enough to get Dan and Tanya pushed out. I think it needs to be voted out. And that is, I I think, a key difference the way I see it. Well, I had also wondered, too, could could they do something similar? Could the sponsors do something similar like FedEx pull their their money when, when they wanted to get the name change? Could they pull something like that? Oh, I, I think you're right on it. And I know Megan Imbert, who did not testify on Thursday, but has been really the, you know, one of, if not the lead voice in the, in the, in the, um, uh, in the push to release the report and to have real accountability and sustainable change here. 
you know, Megan Ember just test, uh, just tweeted, I think it was earlier today, or maybe it was late last night, I can't remember, and tagged all of the, the corporate sponsors, you know, your Anheuser-Busch's, your Pepsi, your Nike, your, your FedEx, all, all of the, the corporate sponsors to not only the NFL, but specifically to the Washington Commanders, <laughs> uh, and, and said, hey, we, we asked you this, you know, back then, in Octo- and there was no response. There was no movement. Now that we know that the NFL and the Washington Commanders, and more specifically Dan Snyder, were in cahoots, and trying to cover this up and trying to, you know, put a wet blanket, if you will, over things, does that change your stance? Does that get them motivated to do something different? And I think it's possible. I think it's, it's it, I don't want to say it's likely, but I think it's very possible as, as, the, as the public pressure cranks up on them that, yes, you could see what, you, what happened in early July of 2020. There really is to never. Your point. Yeah, there there really is never a dull moment covering this team, is there, man? It's it's just absolutely uh, crazy. But uh, cr- uh, hey, cr- there, there there hasn't been a boring moment in thirteen years. So, <laughs> I'm sure. uh, you know, if that if that answers it, I, I you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I one day I want it to be boring around here. I really do. Yeah, or or just you know, we yeah. get to talk about what's happening on the field, the games, the winning, and that sort of stuff, right? Well, Rooster, thanks yeah. for letting me bug you. Thanks for letting me bug you on your day off, pal. I hopefully you can get some rest here the rest of the weekend. Hey, we got a pretty big football game coming up, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow. Although, if you're big into the Pro Bowl, it, we we you know, we got that going on too. So, thanks for the time today, buddy. We'll catch up again soon. Take the AFC and the over tomorrow. <laughs> there you That's go. That's my gambling advice. There you go. R- <laughs> Rooster <laughs> giving us picks. You. you got it, man. Chris Russell, co-host of Russell and Medhurst. Weekdays 3 to 7 p.m. over on our sister station, the Team 980. They are right down the hall. I didn't realize that. I mean, I knew that Chris was busy this week. I, I, everybody here at the station was was incredibly busy this week, making sure that we had everything that we needed for the coverage surrounding the new name being dropped. And but we, you know, we also got the heads up about the roundtable happening, where there was going to be a discussion about you know what was happening inside the walls of of the once Washington Redskins franchise. And and it sounds like that most of those allegations ha- did happen back then so just gonna have to wait to, and see how it all plays out because there's there's a lot of legal uh, jiu-jitsu <laughs> I guess is the best way to to define it that's going to have to go on from both sides here and we're just gonna have to to, to watch it all play out it is interesting though because I mean the last question I asked Chris was could the sponsors just start pulling their money that seems like a very real possibility and, and we all know the one thing that Danny boy likes right money he doesn't want to lose any of that money. So we got to step aside. We got to take a quick break. We'll come up. We'll wrap up. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the first hour. And then when we come back, top of the second hour, our final guest, Dwight Vick, a former Virginia Tech offensive lineman, is going to join us. Also grew up in the Hampton Road 757 area. Grew up a Redskins fan. So he took in the news this week with the Commanders becoming the Commanders. And we'll get his thoughts on that as well as a little bit of college football Linnell and I watching the Senior Bowl. Hour two is going to be fun. Malik Willis, we're going to look at some of the NFL draft prospects, some of the quarterback prospects that the Washington Commanders, as Rooster's been saying, can be looking at for this year's draft. So plenty more to get to. Stick around. This is The Fan. All right, we're wrapping up hour number one here on 106. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Seven, The Fan, Danny Noakes, Linnell Willingham with you up until 6.30. We're bringing you right into pregame coverage for Virginia Tech men's basketball. They actually have a home-and-home against the Pittsburgh Panthers starting tonight in Pittsburgh. Believe it or not. They're back in Blacksburg on Monday night to play the same pit team. So there you go, home and home. But the weekend between the championship games in the NFL and the Super Bowl always feels really weird because you're waiting for the big game, especially if your team is in it. You want it to hurry up. But at the same time, there's this dread knowing that we've only got one real football game left in the 2021-22 season. So we do have the Pro Bowl tomorrow, and it's something that they didn't have last year. So the fact that we get it, I guess, is a treat. I mean, I don't even really watch the Pro Bowl anymore. Do you, uh, Linnell? No. I don't watch it either. Flat hard, no. I don't I don't get steamed up for the Pro Bowl. Although Rooster did give us some betting advice there. He said yeah, he uh, it was, take, it was the, interesting. take the over on the AFC, which is which is interesting. Uh it's right. hard to keep a track who's playing. Yeah. I, I or maybe he said maybe he said take the over and AFC to win. So maybe we could parlay that, right? I've been doing a little bit of uh a little bit of gambling on. Just a little bit, you know, a little bit of something. Just exactly, just a little bit of something to uh, make it a little more interesting. You know, seriously, I only bet like two to five dollars at a time, and that's why it's that that amount of money has lasted so long. As a matter of fact, (laughs) but you know, we also got the Winter Olympics going on over in Beijing. I actually watched the opening ceremonies, and and I saw someone tweet today. I, I kind of agreed with it. There just doesn't seem to be a lot of juice around the Winter Olympics, and maybe it's because you don't have any fans from any. Country outside of China, only Chinese fans are allowed, so they're not let they're not letting other fans fly in to, to witness some of the games. So you, it's kind of it's it's like that COVID, you know, when we had no fans in the stands, that sort of thing. So, so there's no real juice. But Linnell, what would be your Winter Olympic event if you had to pick one? If you had to compete in something, what would Man. it be? It can be something that you're good at, or just something that you want to do. Either one. I have a lot of respect. For those bobsledders. Dude, yes. They get it. I'm telling you. You know, Jamaica's got a bobsled team this year. Just like for the first time since Cool Runnings. (laughs) Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes, yes. You got to let the people know about Cool Runnings. Yeah, dude. It's all about Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. There you go. (laughs) Great movie, by the way. But I I spent, so mine would be snowboarding. I'm an avid snowboarder. I love to snowboard. Uh, Been to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Utah, Colorado. Love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. So I, I watched a little bit of the women's slope style in snowboarding, but... 
I spent a good bit of time this, this morning while I was watching uh, or while I was doing work, getting ready for this show, the luge and the difference between the luge and the skeleton, right? Luge is feet first, skeleton's head first. And those are some high speed crashes. I mean, they get up to like 134 kilometers an hour, which I'm not even going to try to do that math. Not going to do the conversion <laughs> rate or anything like that. But I saw a few of them wipe out. And nobody had any serious injuries, thank goodness. But, I mean, those dudes are going fast. And those are sharp sleds. Like, that's maybe, that's, I could do the bobsled. I don't think that I could do luge or skeleton. Couldn't do it. I feel like I'm too big. Like a guy <laughs> my size doing something like that, Maybe. Man. But I will say, there, there are some guys that are, what I would say, surprisingly big that I saw. Now, they're on TV. So we may not actually have, like, a real good idea of, of what their measurements actually are. But it's not just like a bunch of little guys like you would expect, right? It's not like a bunch of jockeys on, on horses at the Kentucky Derby. Those are all like little guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's not my thing either. I'm not a big horse. Oh, horse neither am I. I heard someone bring that up the Kentucky Derby today as as one of the most, uh, like, what do you call it? Four hours of hype for, tw- like, or four hours of hype for four minutes of substance. Something it's, like that. It's a cash cow. Yeah. Don't, don't uh, tell Pete Methers we don't feel it. We don't like yeah, it. I know. I know. Big, he's big on the ponies and whatnot. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get Pete on here uh, at some point here soon. Hopefully we, we get a, a chance to do that. But I'll check out the Pro Bowl tomorrow. Why not? You know, it's it's something to have on. I got to travel back up to Richmond at some point tomorrow. So I'll, I'll, I'll probably pop it on right when I get home, start to relax and whatnot. Although it sounds like nobody is, is going to be doing, hopefully, doing more relaxing than our boy, Chris Russell, who said yeah, he right. did <laughs> upwards of a hundred hours of work this week, just figuring out everything that that was going on with Washington, not just the name change. Again, it's the it's that roundtable that happened. There was an event last night, uh, which seems like it it went pretty well. More positive things being said than negative, and what more can you ask for than that at this point? Before we wrap, Danny, did you see the uh, the picture that's going viral right now on social media? Which one from the Pro Bowl? From the Pro Bowl? Yes. No, I haven't seen it. What is it? John Allen, Sierra, oh, Russell Wilson, and, Russell Wilson. Yes. and John Allen's wife. I want to talk about that. Because actually, the reason I saw that was because of you on Twitter. Because I think I think I saw you retweeted or, or you liked it or something. M-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. I got I to gotta plug myself. That's right. That's right. And I, I tagged him on the show tweet, the show schedule tweet. So, at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. That's Linnell. He's my producer and co-host today. And we'll be right back. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.